I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Goner. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome back to Uncover Your Magic. Today's episode is unlike any episode I've had since I birthed this podcast back in April of 2020. As you all know, who have been following me on this show, I am very passionate about inspiring teens to believe that they can be, do, or have anything, and that there are no limits and the importance of their vibration and energy and choosing empowering thoughts and words over disempowering ones. I have graduated hundreds of kids these past two years, and all I can say is that it just this is just the beginning. And I love seeing these kids transform and realize how powerful they are and start using the tools and changing the energy in their families and seeing their friendship circles in a new light and what they are offering in this world in a new way. Being a teenager in this time of our lives is definitely different from when I was a teenager. Having two teenage girls myself, I know and have witnessed firsthand what these kids are going through and facing with the new social pressures of social media and all of the latest technology that we can't help but try to embrace because it has become part of all of our lives. So I understand we can't ignore it or shove it under the rug. We must learn how to incorporate it into our lives in a healthy way and use it to inspire others versus use it to hurt or bully other kids. My girls have been using their platform, The Positivity Project, to try to inspire their peers to be kind and spread love and use social media to magnify positive mindset tools and anti-bullying tools and concepts. My Raising Confidence course teaches a morning routine that I have seen change families' lives by just having an intention in the morning to have gratitude and focus on their raising their vibration so they can see magic in their lives and know how valuable getting your mindset right first thing in the morning is to the success of the rest of your day. Their pressures in today's world for our kids is unlike any other time in history. As a parent, we must take the responsibility to teach our kids tools that empower them to be powerful leaders in this world. Show them the power of kindness and community service and involvement and how important it is to learn this early so that it becomes a muscle and will create a ripple effect in their lives. If us as parents don't wake up and become aware of how our kids are showing up in life, it will be our fault once they leave our homes to take on the world. We all want to the best for our kids. Don't wait. Start now by instilling the mindset tools to inspire them to live life with confidence and security and have clarity that they know exactly what their purpose is and will make a difference in the world. We all know these kids are going to be our future leaders. Let's take parenting seriously and be present with our kids and aware of what they are sending out into the presence of their peers. Do you really know your child? Sometimes when I see kids and how they behave, I wonder if the parents are clueless and have no idea their child is a bully or mean and cruel to their peers. It blows my mind when I'm a witness to these kids' behavior. So today's guest is Chris Thompson, a friend of my daughter, Paige, who goes to Cathedral Catholic High School in San Diego, California, and is a sophomore. I asked Chris to come on my show to talk about what his parents have done to raise him, to know his values and why he knows the choices he makes in this time of his life can make a big difference in his future. 
He realizes that this time in his life is going to dictate what happens after he leaves his house and ventures off to create a life on his own. Not many kids I see these days have the qualities I see in Chris, which is why I asked him to share his magic with you. I want to thank both of his parents for raising such an incredible human being and being present in his life. It shows in all that Chris does, and I hope all of you know who are listening that have children being raised in this time in history understand the profound effects you have on your teenager when they get to high school. Parenting isn't over. It just takes on an entirely new perspective and focus. Every area of childhood is important. Don't get me wrong. But for some reason, parents seem to think once their child reaches high school, they're absent and don't realize there is even more importance to being present in their lives. So I know you will enjoy learning about Chris and hearing it straight from a 16-year-old boy living in 2022. I know he will inspire you as a parent to look at how you have raised your kids and what young adults you are preparing to go out into this world as the leader, ready to make a positive impact. But before I bring Chris Thompson on, please remember, I have my five-day Kiss Your Limiting Beliefs Goodbye Challenge that is free that you can sign up for the waiting list in the show notes or on my website at ashleygonner.com. I also have speakers monthly that I bring on from this podcast. So follow me on social media at Ashley Goner on both Facebook and Instagram so you can stay informed on the dates of those beautiful people I want all of you to know on a more personal level. And as always, you know how passionate I am about empowering teens with my Raising Confidence eight-week course that will change the life of these kids that have struggled during these precious years of their childhood, who I believe need the tools before leaving the house now more than ever, so they can believe they are unlimited and so worthy of having having and creating a life with passion and purpose. I am so passionate about empowering parents with these tools through my Magic Path course as well. Being on the same page as a family, always keeping each other in check and on purpose with intention is key and so important. I know how my family operates with these tools that are now just ingrained in our minds. We don't even have to think about them. I want all families to be in alignment and live a life where they understand that everything is working for them and is always perfect. We are all on a path of self-discovery. And if you want me to show you the way in eight weeks, I would love to be your guide. Please feel free to email me at ashleygonner at gmail.com and I will get you all the information so we can shift the consciousness in this world and live at a higher vibration in love because all there is, is love. Can you imagine? If all the kids in this world knew that, life can be like that, but we just all need to believe it and know it so deep in our soul that we never question it. So come on this journey with me and let me take you to that higher state of being. It is so much more fun there, I promise. So without further ado, please welcome Chris Thompson to the show. Welcome, Chris. Woo! (laughs) My youngest guest yet but one that maybe will start a trend. I introduced you in the intro, but why don't you say hello and tell me about you and kind of your background. And I know everyone knows your Paige's best friend and you wanted to come on and why you wanted to come on Uncover Your Magic. So go ahead, you start. All right, my name's Chris Thompson. I'm 16, I go to Cathedral and yeah, it's basically it. I like to just stay chill. And uh, I don't know what my magic is, but I cannot wait to uncover it. <laughs> yes, I can't wait to do to, to either. So you're Chris Thompson at Cathedral, but there's so much more to you. You know, Paige is a very picky friend picker. <laughs> and when she met you, it was like the light came on inside of her. And so when I see that happening, and I know there has to be something inside of you that lit her up, tell me what... Like, how was your childhood? Did you, like your mom and dad, I can tell, you know what, you know, let me tell you one thing, Chris, that I absolutely told everyone about that was so important and impactful to me that you did for Paige. I bet, can you guess? No. It was your thank you letter from her birthday present. Oh. Now that tells me right there, when I see a handwritten letter from a boy that's 15 or 16, that gives it to Paige. After she gives him a present, you have to have had amazing parents 
That's what yep, that tells me. I do. Tell me about them. Well, they're just like really in, like they're very constructive and they help push me forward. And like they always try to make me do my best, like in school and outside of school, like extracurriculars, that kind of stuff. And um, they're just always there, like supporting me, teaching me new things. Like my dad's really handy, like tools and stuff. So he teaches me a lot about like the cars and like fixing things. My mom's very like comforting. Like know how like to, like read a room or like understand other people. It's like it's really helpful. It makes me grow as a person. What did you so did you grow up going to church? Like what was like some values that your mom you think your mom tried to instill in you? Well, she like let me make my own decisions, but like guided me on the right path. Like I can still make my own decisions, but like I chose that I wanted to go to cathedral, and like thankfully they had enough money for it. But you know like. I chose that. I chose like where I wanted to go to school, but they like kind of guided me on that right path to like further enjoy my ed- education. And um, yeah, I went to like church at, through first grade, but I got baptized, confirmed, and received the Eucharist all at nine years old at my at my old school, Marie Montessori, or not Marie Montessori, Madeline. I went from Marie Montessori to Madeline, and then to Cathedral. So I've been at Catholic school since second grade. Okay. And what about your dad? Tell me about him. He is very smart. He loves to work on trucks, like solve puzzles and stuff like that. And um, he's always trying to like further improve me as a person, always teaching me new skills. And like, he also is very handy with computers too. He works at um, Sony. So he knows all about computers, help me set it up. And um, he wants me to do it like by myself. Like he wants me to figure it out instead of just him doing it for me. So like I've learned how to use the internet or like a manual, I can like fix a tire, I can fill up my own tires, I can change oil. We've modded out his Toyota 4Runner. So that's just been really fun hanging out with him in the garage. And your sister? I love that about your dad. That's amazing. Yeah, she goes to my old school, Madeline. And uh, she's really helped. Like we're best friends, basically. We don't fight ever really. Oh, but wow. like, yeah, we're really good friends and we can always come and talk to each other. Huh. And have you always been like that with her? Until she's in like sixth. I mean, she's like shy until like fourth grade, but then she like started hanging out more and like, like was bringing friends over to our house and going to a friend's house and that kind of stuff. Just growing up and stuff like she like got a lot more like out there and stuff like that. You know, I can tell you are close to your mom and have a sister because you can tune into the female part of, you know, like getting just because Paige is like so connected to you. And for a boy to be connected to a girl like you are with her, I know you've been, you're close with your mom for sure. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And it's so amazing. And I loved meeting your mom the other day and I can't wait to meet your sister. Anyway, let's go into just a few, like, I know I sent you questions, but I like to wing it. Like your mom said, you were going to wing it. (laughs) I like to wing it. So whatever comes, it just comes. But my thoughts are like, what is in your mind the hardest thing a 16-year-old goes through right now? Well, right now, because of like COVID and stuff, it's been really hard for people to like get out there and like find friends and that kind of stuff. So like just social interaction for most people is kind of hard, especially for me, like in the beginning of last year, I like knew nobody, like I didn't know anyone going to school. And then I like found a solid group of friends and I figured out that I used to like sports with them and like clubs later and I was like you're this person oh nice to meet you that kind of stuff and um yeah just like made a core group of friends and then also crew help with that the reason I went into crew is because my friend was doing it and I was like oh cool I'll just do it with you to get in shape because I was going to do soccer and water polo instead Uh but then I like really enjoyed it no other sports were going on besides crew so it was during COVID it was just us 13 boys just just us. That was our only social interaction because we were all on Zoom for school. So that was our core interaction. We just came super close to each other and like we never like stopped being friends. So to this day we're still friends and um going into junior year. And I don't know if everyone's gonna keep doing crew, but everyone's still gonna stay like remain friends like the entire way through. Yeah, that's cool. Cause that's how Paige found crew. It was just everything was closed and someone put a thought in my mind with Paige wanted to row and she didn't even know what that was. She's like, what is that? And now she's has it in her blood. You know, we've never, I always call it a COVID blessing. It was crew. Like that was like a, for her, for sure. Like seeing her in it 
well, she has the eye of the tiger when she talks about crew. But tell me like, so everyone always asks me because when I started this podcast right at COVID or right at when we started quarantining in March and, you know, I didn't know how I was going to do a podcast because I'm busy taking the girls, driving them around. But in two days after I said yes to this podcast, the everything got shut down. And I thought, oh, I'll have plenty of time to figure out how to make a podcast. But with my girls, you know, I've been teaching them like, you know, gratitude and they we make vision boards all since they, they could cut magazines out. And, you know, I merely, you know, I got married late and I didn't have Paige till I was 37 and Presley when I was 40. So I had all those times in the and before I had them to really do personal development and learn all the things that I would want to teach them. So my feeling with the girls is they were fine. We knew that it, this, this COVID experience was happening for us because that's our motto is everything's happening for you, not to you. So we enjoyed those days so much. We look back at pictures and we'd take the dogs in the golf course and, you know, go have monopoly games and have dinner but a lot of kids struggled. And that's where my raising confidence class came in because I had parents calling saying, can you please help my kids? Can They're really struggling. No soccer, no birthday parties, no anything. No, I mean, no school, no social interaction. How did you and your sister handle that at home with your mom and dad? Well, it was kind of hard for us because my mom was in the, uh, she was a nurse at the time. So she was like psych ward. So there's like a lot of like, COVID regulations and all that kind of stuff. So that was really tough for her. And my dad could just work from home, but he likes to like social interaction and he's very like face to face with people uh, whenever he's doing interviews for uh, people that come into his work. So that was kind of hard for them. But for me, I kind of already knew the people because I used to play video games and we would like talk through uh, different sites and video games and stuff like that. So it wasn't that big of a deal for me. But towards the end, I was really starting to feel like, wow, I'm like, I'm not having my eighth grade graduation. I'm not going into freshman year. I'm not going to like know what freshman year feels like. But like, I just made the best of it as it was. Played a lot of video games, met a lot of people and just, yeah, try to make the best of it as much as possible to myself. Did you experience friends that were depressed or you felt were having a hard time? I did have one. He's having a hard time. His grandma was uh, like, she was like really old and he, and she lived with them. So he couldn't do anything. He couldn't like go out of the house or go to the store or anything like that. Cause they didn't want to risk it. So this was back like in the like summer of like eighth grade going into freshman year. And so he had like, he just stay on video games all day and his sleep schedule was messed up. And like, he was like, was in the right mind space. So like sometimes he would just cry and cry like the entire night. Oh, so he wow. didn't know like when to go to sleep or like anything like that. So it was pretty rough for him. Huh. You know, another quality I love about you is what I've noticed is you don't, you don't judge and you're so excited. Like I always say, you know, everyone's on their own journey. You know, we always, you know, at this age in life as a teenager, kids don't get that. They don't know how to not judge and they, they're looking at other people and whatever they wear or the things they do, but you don't. And I think that's amazing. Why do you think that? I just don't see a problem with what people do. Like, it's not my business. It's not like my thing to like judge them. Like it's their like choice to do whatever they want. Like if they're doing something bad. I'm always going to like tell them like, Hey, you should probably shouldn't be doing this, but like, I'm not going to like force them to do something because it's like, yeah, you, their journey, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, but you are so amazing at that. I can tell Paige can say something about someone and you just skate right over it and it's just a beautiful thing. And I wanted you to know I noticed that because it's amazing. There are so many milk alternatives these days. When I go to get coffee, I am amazed at the choices that I have. I also make smoothies for my girls and Richard every morning, so our choice of a milk alternative is on the top of our shopping list. Once we discovered Willa's Kitchen Oat Milk, our coffee and smoothies took on a whole new meaning and taste. Willa's Oat Milk is made with the entire oat, which gives it a rich, smooth taste and maintains all the oats protein and prebiotic fiber and makes Willa's a zero food waste. 
the biggest shocker I found when doing my deep dive on Willa's oat milk was that regular oat milk is made with the oat sugar and the best parts of the oat are filtered out. That results in an oat milk with a super sweet taste without all of the benefits of the oats. The cool thing about their story is Willa's was founded by two sisters who were tired of plant-based milks that were mostly artificially highly processed ingredients and loads of sugar rather than actual plants. It is their Grandma Willa's recipe that used real organic ingredients to create a deliciously smooth oat milk that they wanted to bring to the world. As they started their entrepreneurial journey, they kept learning more and more about the way plant-based milks are normally made. Heavy processing, loads of food waste, and lots of funny business, including ingredients like rapeseed oil and canola oil that they didn't want to be drinking or feeding their kids every day. And it's not just a healthier, more sustainable oat milk. It's super tasty. That's why Willis has been highlighted in Bon Appetit, not just once, but three times. Find Willis Oat Milk at williskitchen.com. That's W-I-L-L-A-S-K-I-T-C-H-E-N. And use the promo code MAGIC to get 20% off and support this show. That promo code again is MAGIC to get 20% off. Who's your biggest mentor like in life? Have you, could you think of? Well, I have like a role model and like my mentor. My mentor's probably like my dad, teach me a whole bunch of stuff, like make sure I'm on the right path and uh, just doing all that stuff, making sure that everything I do like means something and like everything he teaches me has like a reason for it. And probably my role model I know it's kind of funny, but uh, a YouTuber, his name is Balin Levine. He's very anti-drugs, anti-alcohol. And it's like made me like just not want to do anything. Like he made it to the point where like he put this idea in my head that if a whole bunch of people are doing it and you don't want to, if they force you into doing it, you're the weird one. You're the one like that not supposed to be there. If you don't do it, you're stronger. You bettered yourself. And like you're not the weird one in that group. Because if you want to fit in with some people that are like doing that kind of stuff, like it's not okay. Right. And why do you think you feel that way? Because that like, I mean, I've never been around that kind of stuff, but like if I was, I knew like, I know what to do. And like, I've prepared myself for that. Tell me what you would do. Probably just not like, you wouldn't tell them like what to do with their body. Like you don't want to like tell me you shouldn't be doing that, but like, you just like, don't do it. You can still like hang out with them, like talk to them. They can't like not be their friend, your friend if they do that. But like, you just got to like embrace the fact that they do that and like not judge. Right. And you don't. Have you ever been at a party where they were doing drinking or vaping or anything? No, I've actually never been to a party. Yeah. Either is Paige. And I know that her meeting you and knowing the only, like, she's like, mom, he would never even go. And there was a party the freshman year, I think it was Halloween, that she just was couldn't believe these friends that, you know, what she was hearing was happening. And I said, you know, that's why we moved you to a bigger school. I, we wanted you to experience that with us there before you go to college because that happens. But to have a strong mind like you do, I know why Paige does is because I've ingrained, Richard and I have ingrained it in her. Why do you, do you does your mom and dad, is it just the way they are that makes you want to be like that? or? Have they, you know, drilled it in you or what do you think makes you even not even want to go to a party? Well, I would say I just like don't want to go, but like just like human interaction is fun for me. Like I make my memories based on like hanging out with friends and like not just like going on vacations or doing stuff fun, like hanging out with core friends. That's like my favorite part of like life, basically. Like that's like what I want to do. But I mean, obviously my parents have told me like, you know, this is right. Like you should, it's like your choice, but this is what you should be doing. These are like lessons that you need to learn before you go into high school, before you go into college. And yeah, I think I'm very like prepared compared to most people. Like, yeah, I know to earn money. I have to like earn my own car. I don't just get everything instantly. Like most people, I'm not just like babied around. Like I'm like forced to learn by myself and like with the help of my parents. What's the best advice you've ever been given? Chill out. Like, it's not that deep. Just chill out. Don't, like, take everything 
super harshly. Like everything's going to be fine. Like it's not going to be a big deal. Just, you just got to chill out and not worry about it. What are your feelings on social media with your friends? I don't think social media is such like a big deal as other people say it is. Like I understand it's a, like some people take it like their life. That's their life. But for me, it just makes me laugh seeing people like really like they're mad at someone over social media. Like it doesn't matter. So it, I mean, it's funny, lots of funny videos. Just, it just brightens my day sometimes. Like, you know, scrolling through YouTube, scrolling through TikTok makes me like happy. So I don't think it makes me depressed or anything. I think it actually helps. Okay. Yeah. Well, I always tell the girls like what you put out there will never go away. And I've seen some things from Paige's Instagram that makes me wonder, you know, these girls or boys, if they really know that, you know, that can ruin their whole life, you know, and I, that's the part that, and I know you're not like that. I just wondered if you even fed into the, that, but if it makes you happy, that's important. Do you have a morning routine? No, I just wake up and I go to school. I just kind of like go with the flow. I mean, I usually have a morning routine where like I wake up, eat breakfast, then change. But like most of the time it's completely different because some mornings I'm going to the gym working out or at school or I have to go meet with a teacher or sometimes I have to like take my dog for a walk. So every single day it's different, but just going to be prepared for that. Do you have like a... I mean, spiritual practice or anything that you learned from going to church that you like, do you pray? Do you anything like that? Like I, the girls and I have our morning affirmations. We say our prayer on the way to school. We say, (laughs) I mean, if you were a fly on the wall, you would laugh at our routine, but you don't do do any of that. No, not really. I kind of just like center myself in my body. Like I kind of like sit in my bed before school. I just think about like what's going to happen today. I kind of plan my day out, think about it. And um, like set time aside, just chill out. Just chill out. Yeah. That's the word. Chill out, dude. Yep. (laughs) Why did you pick? So you picked crew because it was the only thing, Mm -hmm. right? And what do you love about that? Just being around your friends and having that common uh, sport to do together? Yeah. It's just like being around like my friends, just uh, we're all hanging out, all making each other laugh. And most of the time it's like having fun rowing as like one group, everyone's super bonding together. Cause they're all in like one tight space for like an hour, but, and sometimes you get sick of people, but like, that's what makes you stronger with each other. Right. What do you think is an important quality that you look for in a friend? Loyalty, because like you need them to like, not to like talk bad about you behind their back. And like, for me, I don't really care, but like, like some people like really like that's a big deal. Like, they can't deal with someone like talking bad behind them. They're very like focused on it, but yeah, you just, like kind of like, got to make sure they're not doing that all the time. Like want to make sure that they're your friend. They're not just like talking bad about you. And then also they're funny because you want them to like hang out with them to be enjoyable and like to be like fun. But if you make it to where it's like, they're just not funny. They're just not talking. Like, I mean, some people are like kind of awkward or socially awkward and like you got like, you can still hang out with them, but like you want someone that you can hang out with and it's like a chore like you that you can like relate to. Right. When you look back at your childhood, what would be like the most amazing memory so far uh, in your life? So in first grade, I was at Marie Montessori and uh, it was like 2013, 2012. And uh, everyone was eating ice cream and it was like the end of the year party. So like all the teachers were like, we were all dancing on like this huge gym floor and it was kids from first all the way through eighth and we're all just hanging out. And I remember like party rock anthem was playing and like everyone was jumping up and everyone's having a good time. And then all I could think about was like, just like hanging out after summer and like after school, all I could think about was like watching TV, hanging out with my friends at the park, all that kind of stuff. Do you miss being that kid? Yes. Every single day. I know. Tell me why. Nothing really matters. Like, Nothing you do actually like affects your life and everything was perfect. And it's not now? I mean, well, everything's perfect now, but like literally going to the park every day, not having to worry about grades or school or like a car. It's perfect. Like just chilling. Yeah. Chilling. We're back to chilling. Yep. (laughs) 
And if you like could tell your first grader standing around on that table or whatever dancing, what advice would you give him? Never grow up. <laughs> Never grow up. What is, well, you have to grow up, but do you mean like always have a kid in yourself? Have, you know, be, what is that? Always be able to like have fun, make jokes, not like take everything super seriously. Because if, I mean, you have to take stuff seriously sometimes, but if you're taking everything seriously all the time, no one's going to want to hang out with you because like you're not fun. So if you're just like chilling, having a good time, make the best out of something that's maybe bad, like people are going to want to hang around you more. Yeah. And what do you see like in the future for you? Like you're going to finish graduating at Cathedral in two years. Can you believe I'm even saying that? That's crazy. I remember when we had dinner that night and you're like, I can't believe I'm going to be a junior. Yeah. I can't believe you guys are either. It's just, believe me, as a mom, I want to go back to you guys being in first grade. I would do anything for that. So, and I always say that to the girls, I I pull into the school and think, remember when we were, you were with this teacher and you were, you were so cute and we were in the car seats and (laughs) I want the car seats back. (laughs) So tell me your future. Like, what do you see for yourself? To be honest, I have no idea. I've talked to my parents about it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to set myself up right now, like good grades, like just good sports, like helping myself. So whenever I know what I want to do, I can do it. And does do grades come easy for you? No, not really. Like, I mean, I don't like if you count it, but like in like fourth and fifth grade, like I was getting D's and F's in like every single class. And like my parents like really told me like, Chris, you got to like step it up. Like this won't fly in like eighth grade or like high school. So then I like really dug deep, figured out how I learn, figured out like what I need to do. And um, my mom really helped me and my dad really helped me study. And then I got straight A's, eighth grade, seventh grade. And right now I have like a 4.0. Oh, so, that's amazing. I'm so yeah. proud of you. Thanks. And I know that you work hard at that. And, you know, like that Richard and I were talking about that one day, like we've, have we ever taught Paige really how to study? You know, it takes a, I remember in eighth grade, she clicked, but before that it was like a struggle. We struggled. She yeah. did. And in eighth grade, she went from a struggling girl at, up to seventh grade and then four point something like the biggest honor roll she could have got. I and I just was like, all those teachers used to worry like she needs extra help. But it's just, I think it clicks, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, you got to figure out like a rhythm on how you study. Like you got to look over it. Then you got to, my mom, the way I study is my mom quizzes me. And like, I'll do something else, like do the dishes or like, just like bounce a ball or like do something so I can distract myself. And then like, it was some, like somehow like my brain works. Like if I'm doing something and studying, it just clicks better. Hmm. So if someone quizzes me on like vocab or like how to do a problem, that's easier than just like reading or like listening to someone speak. Do you want to have a family one day and have kids and get married and all that? Yeah. That seems Does that cool. interest you? Mm-hmm. For your, as a father, what do you think qualities that you would want to be? What are qualities as a dad that you think are important? Teaching someone, your kids, how to do something and like, not just like, like you want to teach them the first time and maybe the second time, but on that third time, you want them to understand like how to do it or figure it out from themselves. Cause like if they can't figure it out from themselves, how are they going to figure out other stuff when they're older? So like you want to, that's what my parents do. Like focusing on me, figuring it out for myself, looking it up on the internet, looking up in a manual. There's been times where like we'll be driving the truck and there'll be like a light on the thing. My dad's like, what does that light mean? And I have to like scroll through the manual and figure out how to read it. Like, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of harsh, but like, that's one thing that you need to like focus on, like making someone figure it out for themselves is better than just telling them how to do it. Right. Do you do your own laundry? Yes. You do? And fold them, put them away? Maybe not fold them, but I do put them away. Do you wash them in the washing machine? Yeah. Good job. See, I remember being in college and all the girls that were in my dorm room that had their mom do everything for them were clueless. So I always tell Paige at this stage of the game, you better know how to do all that stuff. Cause you don't want to get to school and be like, where's my mom? Yeah. I don't know how to do that. My parents have told me like horror stories from when they were in like the dorms and like someone didn't know how to do the dishes or they like, my dad was living in a house with like a few of his friends 
and this guy never did the dishes as a kid, so he just didn't do them. We did them like they all stack up, and then he <laughs> would like try to get someone else to do them for him. Like, I mean, we, me and my sister have like dish week. One person does the dishes, the other cleans the bathrooms, and then we'll swap dish weeks. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so like it, it just reinforces like yeah later in life you'll know like when to do stuff like how to do it that kind of stuff. When you think of like your future and getting, you know, having a family, what excites you the most about that? Teaching someone else like how to do something because I've learned a lot from my dad and like teaching someone else, like my kid, how to do it would just be like really cool. And your mom does that with your sister? Yeah. Well, they both do it, but mostly my dad helps me on like the truck. And that's what like, that's like main part of the weekends usually. That is what you do. Cause I remember yeah. you're supposed to go to SeaWorld with Paige when she didn't feel good and you're like, that's okay. I've got to do chores. So you have yep. to make the money. To, what's the deal with to buying a car? Oh, yeah. It's complicated right now. We're going to go to like a dealership, I think, soon. And we're going to figure it out because there's these 2022 Corollas that have really good gas mileage, but they're pretty expensive. They're like $23,000, dollars mm-hmm. But my family or my mom and my dad want me to get, I want to get a hybrid car too because gas mileage, gas super expensive right now. So um, they're pointing more towards like a Prius. But the thing is that a Prius, like a 2006 Prius with like 100,000 miles on it is going to be seventeen to $15,000. Oh my Why gosh. Yeah, they're really expensive right now. Why don't you just pay the extra five grand to get a car with better gas mileage and it's like newer with no miles. So you know, it's like not going to run out, like die on you. Right. But do you have to pay a certain amount of the car to get the car? Yeah. So my grandma gave me a loan of 2000 and then gave me 3000. My other grandma gave me a thousand. So right now, and my parents gave me five grand. So right now I'm at $10,000 towards a car, oh, which, perfect. but the thing is for a hybrid, which is what I want to get. That's like nowhere close because oh, they're all, they all jack their prices up because the gas mileage, your gas right. prices right now. So. Oh, I know. That's all we see in the car, all the Teslas and the Priuses. Yeah. They're the ones that are today. I must, because I drive Paige to Belmont Park every week, every day, six days a week. I go to that gas station three times a week and Oof. it's $117 of each time. Yeah. Oh. And I think, gosh, that's like 300 bucks a week what I could do with that money if I had a Prius or a Tesla. And that's like basically paying off your car in a year is paying for a new car every yeah. year through gas. So you might as well get like a hybrid or something like right now we have like the forerunner, the Highlander, which is like my mom's car. And then we have a leaf, which we're charging. It's like an all electric car, but it doesn't go that far, but it's saving us a lot of money right now. Since solar and uh, the electric car, like that's what we're taking around to like, zipping around town, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's so good that you have that. Oh, that's amazing. So your sister's a year young, two years younger than you. Mm -hmm. And she's going to cathedral next year. Yes. What would you give her for advice? Oh, I've talked to her about it too. Just make sure you find that core group of friends in the first few weeks. And you have all year to like branch out and find new friends, but you want to find that core group of friends and at least one person in each class you can relate to or talk to, because if you don't, the class is just going to go by so much longer. And if you can't find someone to talk to at lunch, just in general, school is not going to be fun because the best part about school is just hanging out with your friends and like talking with them, figuring out what they're doing after school and sports. So I'm trying to push her, maybe not to do crew, but like to do, I want her to do field hockey because that's what I want to do. Then I feel you as a girl sport. So I can't oh, really, it, but yeah. It is? Um, yeah. Huh. So I want Kira to do that. So I'm, I'm really excited for her to experience field hockey and stuff like that. Yeah. And be at school with you again yeah. for two more years. That's it. Mm-hmm. Huh? I know Paige only gets to be with Presley for one year. Yeah. There are three years difference. But, you know, I just to have, I think of you guys with COVID being half of eighth grade, pretty much lucky that you got to go a little bit during ninth grade. But to start high school, you know, with, you know, brand new school, ninth grade, you know, there's worse things that we could experience, but having your mind set on the right, like the, your mindset, right. To know that, to find the right people to connect. And I think it's different for a girl and I might be biased because I have two girls, but 
maybe you could tell me differently. Do you think it's different for a boy than it is a girl with friends and dealing with like sitting around at lunch? I think it's not like different. I mean, it might be different. I don't really know. But for me, I knew a few people coming into a cathedral. Like I knew a group of kids I used to play video games with. So that's the people I talked to at the beginning. Like I walked into school, instantly saw them. That was my friend group for the first couple of weeks. But then I started transitioning more into like my crew friends and my old friends that are from my old school and then finding new friends in multiple of my classes. And right now I have, I was friends with people I like didn't even know freshman year. So it's really cool how that works. And um, it's not like freshman year. That's their only friends that you can hang out with. Those are the only people that you're ever going to talk to. Like it changes every single year. Yeah. I don't think the big thing is don't let anyone else change like who you are, because if you're hanging with that friend group and they're constantly like, like they're completely different, but they're forcing you to change as well then that's not someone you want to like hang out with unless it's changing for the better. Right. What's peer pressure to you? Like, what do you think kids these days? What is, cause in my day, it was not what you guys are going through peer pressure that the meaning of that is a completely different experience. What is peer pressure in your mind? Like what would be somebody that would be a person that would steer you down the wrong road? What would they be doing that you would say, Oh wait, hold on a second. That's not my group. Like, probably someone that's trying to force you to do something you just don't want to do, like the usual, but... What do you mean? Like, drinking or... What yeah, mo- all that stuff. And then, like, maybe, like, something you want to do, your friend, like, post something bad about them or talk bad about them, that kind of stuff. It's just, like, not cool. And, like, for- like if you're forcing someone to do that, like, they're not actually your friend. So, I think it's someone that, like, if they're doing something and then they want you to do it with them or they want you to do something that they're too scared to do. That's peer pressure, like post something bad, talk bad about someone that you know, or like, yeah, drugs, alcohol, they're, they're doing it. You should do it too. That's just all peer pressure. That's like, I mean, not cool. It's like not a good thing to be around. There's a difference between peer pressure and then like joking around, like saying, oh, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. But like, you're not like actually being serious. Like it's obviously a joke. It's completely different than like, oh, you should totally try this. Like, if you don't try this, I'm probably going to like say something bad about you or I'm like going to beat you up. Like that kind of stuff is not cool. It's not like necessary at all. And then they're probably the weaker person because they feel like they're in the minority if you're not doing it. Right. Totally. I love it. Tell me about like when you think of your circle of friends at lunch and you're all hanging out, what is your topic of conversation? It changes every day. But it's usually many conversations between everyone. There's just a lot of people in our friend group. I couldn't even name a single one because it just lunch goes by so fast. It feels like a five minute break. I don't really know. But usually just hanging out, what we're doing after school, we're doing for crew, like classes, that kind of thing. But then like also like we're going to do this weekend, hanging out and then like video games, of course. TV show. Oh. Okay. Like the um, Fortnite? Is that your video game? No, not really. But like, yeah, like video games that we play, just hanging out and talking. So what's your favorite? Like if you had to pick a perfect weekend, what would it be? Every weekend's cool, but sunny beach. I'd probably go skimboarding with um, some friends. And then after that, go to the movies. And after that, sleepover. That'd be fun. Okay. Now that we have some stable internet, you know, I saw core values and I always, with my students can, I can pick it out. I can tell you what your top five core values are by what you talk about, like your favorite thing of the weekend, how you talk about your family, your friends, what you like to do. Do you know your, do you know what core values are? Not necessarily, but is it just like things that you go by like every single day? Yeah. Like like family would be, because if, you know, I would say for an example, you talk about your family a lot. That would be like, if you had to make a decision, it would be, and it had to include family, you would, that would be at the top of your list. So those kind of things. Yeah. Friends would be, what else? I'd put family first and then friends second. Family because I'm around them half the time and they're the people that teach me a lot and tell me and teach me what to do when to do it and they also feed me and give me a house 
that's pretty cool. And some media good school, people I can talk to. And then my second would probably be friends because they're the people that I am always around. They're the people that not really change who I am, but they like kind of form and like the way I act. And that's why you want to surround yourself with like a solid core friend group that, you know, they're going to like only better you and not like bring you down. My third would probably be, I don't know. Health. Cause health, you exercise or probably, um, emotional health, like not being stressed out ever, not ever like big thinking the entire world is against you. Like you're chilling. You're going to be okay. It's just another day. You're almost to summer. And, uh, Fourth would be like just physical health, always staying healthy, working out, going on runs, eating like not total junk food. I don't know what my last one would be. Fun. Having fun. Having fun. Yeah, probably. That's what I would say. (laughs) You know, your mom has a, her nursing job is with the psychiatric. Mm -hmm. Does that influence, like when she's working and has experienced those kind of patients, and now she started her new job, which is amazing to her new company to help mothers that need psychiatric help right after they have a baby, mm-hmm. which I love. And, you know, when I heard that and what she was doing, when you told me that that day, it says so much about everything about who she is and how caring and amazing mom that she must be for you. That connection with your mom. How do you describe that? It's kind of towards the same as my dad but my mom I can like I can't like relate to her more than my dad relate to them the exact same but um she just always wants the best for me and like she's always trying to like make me like make the right decisions and push me to do better in life I don't think there's a specific connection we have that like is like stronger than anything else but I mean my mom she brought me into this world that's pretty cool and uh yeah she's amazing have you ever gotten into big trouble and been grounded? Uh, yeah, multiple times. But <laughs> Tell it was, me one. Tell me what the is best anything, one. Anything like horrible, like doing the dishes but not doing them fully, and like my parents keep asking me, keep asking me, keep asking me to do it. And I just can like, I don't do it enough. Then like I can't play video games for like a weekend or something like that. But it's something huge. You so say you've never been like done something so bad where you had besides the dishes. One time I like opened, it was crazy. So I opened the, it was Sunday morning and I was playing my video games in the front room and uh, there was like a ring at the doorbell. And so I took up my headset, I ran to the door and I was like, who is it? And they said it was my grandma. And so it wasn't obviously my grandma. My grandma was actually in South Korea at the time, but I wasn't really paying attention to that because I was just trying to get back to my video game. So I walked out there, I opened up the door and it's these two old ladies that are like prop, like holding the door open and like, where's your parents? And I'm like, they're like in the house. But I was like in eighth or seventh grade at the time. So I didn't know what to do. And uh, they're like, well, we need to see them. And I'm like, why? And they said like, they're part of like the church up there. Like there's a church and they like all go down. They constantly like tell us to come to church. And um, we already went to like another one. So like, we already go to a different church. Like we're okay. And like they kept holding the door open. And so, like, I eventually just got my mom. My mom came out there, like, we're okay. And, like, she closed the door. And my dad got super, like, mad at me because, like, what if it was, like, someone that was, like, trying to, like, harm us or, like, take something away from us? You can't just open up the door. You, like, think before you open up the door. Because, like, my grandma, like, wasn't even in town at the time. So, like, how would she be at the door? So, like, just, like, focusing on, like, staying in the moment and not just trying to, like, rush get to get back to video games or, like, rush to do something else. You want to complete that task before you switch on. Right. I always talk about being in the moment. Describe that for me. What is being in the moment? Um, just centering yourself. Like at that time, you want to put all your energy into that one action. Like you never want to constantly, if you're, you want to stay in the moment, you don't want to think of something else. You want to think of this. You want to think of like grades, school, like what you're going to do when you get home. You want to just stay in that moment and focus and put all your energy towards it so you can do your best at it. As many of you know, who follow me on social media or know me personally, you know I am a dog lover and have had two golden retrievers most of my adult life. Today, I have two golden retrievers, a seven-year-old Harley and Hercules, who is two. We all know how short our doggies' lives are and losing one feels like almost losing a child. 
Well, that's if you treat them like they are your kids, which I do, and why I try to feed my dogs the healthiest food on the planet to assure them a long life as possible with no regrets on my end because I feed them the best quality of food, which is why I feed my dogs Sundays for dogs. Every dog deserves tasty, healthy, real food, not kibble. Sundays is real food for dogs formulated by a vet with only the highest quality fresh meat, veggies, fruit, and superfoods, then air dried to perfection. Made in the USA at a USDA human food facility. Some of the benefits are more energy, which is so evident in Harley, who is almost eight. And after eating Sundays for dogs, he can't wait for our five mile run every morning and he doesn't even hold me back. Their coat is softer. I don't have to worry about their weight and they are so excited to eat. And that is an understatement. So if you wanna see your dogs live a long and healthy life and love their food, and know in your heart it's real, raw, whole food ingredients. Then click on the link in the show notes and receive 35% off with your first order when you use the promo code MAGIC. Or go to sundaysfordogs.com forward slash magic and get your offer there. I know all of my dog lovers will jump on this offer, so don't you wait. Didn't you say your grandma had an influence on you? Like she's, didn't you, weren't you telling me something about that? She's like perfect. I thought she was a robot whenever I was a kid because she was too nice. She was too nice? Is it your mom's or dad's mom? It was my dad's mom. But tell me, but there was something about her that you really admired. Her patience because she's like always like, whenever I was a kid, I would constantly just like not care about like what like she was saying because she wasn't my parents but she like constantly like she'd wait and she'd wait she'd wait until like I calmed down and then she would like help me do something or like I didn't want to do the dishes once and she like when I was I think I was in like sixth grade and I just threw the biggest temper tantrum like screaming and like throwing stuff and she like patiently waited and then she was like Chris you have to do this we're not going to do anything else until you do it like this and so I just it te- taught me how to like, just like do it her way and like focus on like staying like just in that moment and chilling out to where after this, I can go do something else if I just get this done. But the thing is, is that if you think about like, if I get this done, I can go to do that thing. You're not actually staying in the moment. So you want to like focus on that and put all your energy towards it. So then you could go have fun later, like work hard, play hard. Yes. Do you see that in friends that do that? Yes. Tell me about that. Cause I do too. I see it with, I see it with my friends, but what is a, someone that, you know, that you can see, like, do you think Paige lives in the moment or do you think she's always thinking of something next, 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 next? I think she's always living in the moment, especially when she's rowing. She like devotes her entire time to just that doing it. When I was studying with her, she wanted to do it. She like wanted to do it to better her like math or like English or whatever she was doing. Like, wants to like accomplish that goal and then you can move on to the next thing and yes there's always something in like the back of your head like oh there's a 2k coming up or oh I need to get in this boat in the seat but like always putting your like all into one thing even though those things are going on is like really impressive why do you think you're her best friend I don't know what comes to your mind being nice I guess but that's really all I can think of but what's your connection? What's the, because she's never had a best friend like you as for, like at this age too. It's like, it, it means more as you get older, you know, you're, you know, you're becoming, you know, closer to being an adult and you understand your values and, you know, you're not just spending time with people just to spend time. And she's not going to just go sit around with a bunch of people that don't have the same values or don't talk like she does. And I mean, just watching her, mature. And then I see her connecting to you. And that is curious to me as a mom, like, you know, like she's really never had any kind of like the boys in her life or all these crew boys, which I love because they have that they're driven and they have a purpose and they, you know, they want to do well. And it tells a lot about a person, but there's this connection that I love that I see her 
like there's just something there's just a cool connection. What you did, but you don't, it's just like nothing to you. I, I know it's something to you, but I meant you can't put a finger on it. I can't really like describe it in words. I don't know. We're just like just best friends, just connecting like that. Who's the guy there? Who's your Drew? Who's the, the go-to guy for you? I have a lot. My mom tells me I have like a problem with saying everyone's like my best friend. Oh, cool. Because like, I'm always like super close to everyone, but, um, I think my solid four would be or like five. Probably my friend Jack. The reason we're like such good friends is our sisters were friends, but like they kind of like grew apart or like they like they never like they stopped kind of hanging out all the time. And so and our moms are friends and they were friends. But me and Jack were like the older brothers. We we're both older and um he's a grade older than me. So he's a junior right now. He doesn't go to cathedral, but he's just like always like my go to guy. He like always helping me grow as a person and um he's like one of my best friends and I've been so many adventures with him like in Death Valley and uh we've been on vacations together in like super cold environments and like we've seen each other like highs and lows so that's probably like my best friend out of everyone what's a low for Chris I can't imagine just like there was one time whenever like just pushing through something you just really do not want to do like one time I did a 10 mile hike when I was like nine or 10. I We went backpacking with my family. So I had like a 35 pound backpack on and we were backpacking. And uh, like, I just, I just wanted to roll off that cliff. It was so horrible. It was so hot and uh, dry. We were up in the mountains. So there was like no air and we're like walking. It was 10 miles, but like it pushed me like, if I can do that, I can like do anything because it was miserable. <laughs> but like a low, do you ever get like a low where you're depressed or sad or low, like that kind of a low? I guess everyone goes through that, but like you just got to sit down and think about it. Like it's going to get better. Like I can't really describe. So go ahead. Tell me what your low, that kind of low is or not. For me, it's kind of hard to explain, but just like I don't know. I don't like, I have no motivation to do anything for like a solid like day and a half. And like, I don't really want to like engage in any conversations. I'm like very just low energy, low enthusiasm, that kind of thing. But I'm usually not that like, that's not that much. I know. So I just kind of push through it. You do. And mm-hmm. you know, when you think of, I can think girls are kind of like drama. Yeah. yeah so I have two girls. And when it's a boy, you know, I don't think moms experience that drama because you can just slide through it. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause it, that's amazing to watch and to hear Paige talk about, well, Chris, just like, it's no big deal. Chill. What was the name or the saying that you guys used when you wanted to go to formal, the one at Liberty station and she was was in New York. Oh yeah. It's casual. (laughs) That's the words. Oh my gosh. We laughed so hard. It's casual. It's chill. It's chill. So tell me, so why did you even want to come on the show? I wanted to like uncover our magic and like figure out, cause I've never like actually done like an interview or anything like this. This is just really interesting to me. And it was cool to like talk to you about like that kind of thing and um, figure all that kind of stuff out. Cause I've never like, talked and like actually saw that my parents like talking about it Sorry. now it makes it so where like I actually like believe in that kind of stuff and like those core values like now that I like understand them and see them I'll probably like think about them more like whenever like further my life and that kind of thing yeah if there was one question I didn't ask you that you really wanted me to ask what would it have been probably what was the last music I listened to oh yeah tell me party rock anthem that's your song. Every time we hear that yep. song, Paige just turns it up. This is for Chris. And then she'll get her Snapchat out and videotape it. Or, <laughs> Yeah, but why is that song so meaningful to you? It reminds me of like when I was a kid and stuff. And uh, it's a very upbeat song. So it's just really like fun to listen to. Like on, I could listen to it on loop all day. <laughs> so like when you think of, I'm, we're ending, but I, I always have these like, little sporadic questions coming up when you think of the way you are and who you're going to become and who you're becoming and 
that, you know, like going into college and, you know, figuring that out, you know, that's going to be in two years. The next two years of your life are pretty big deals. Yeah. You know, when I think of, you know, decisions being made, grades being important, all those things. When you think of the next two years, what goes through your mind? Like, I have to what? Stress, because it's just going to be all school, all colleges, trying to get those hours in for like community stuff, just to like look better on your college record, just to get in those schools. And I don't really know like what I want to do when I grow up. Like I got to still figure that out. But um, you want to, I believe, and um, you need to know what you want to do before you go into college. Because if you're just going there just to go to college, that's kind of like a waste of money, waste of time. Because if you want to do something that doesn't involve college, like be like a social media person or you want to become someone that does something for the community, like a volunteer, you shouldn't have to go to college just to do that. Like some jobs don't require that. So going to college, you want to know what you want to do before you get there because, or at least know kind of around what you want to do. And that should bring you joy because your job should bring you joy, not be like something like a chore you have to constantly do. Exactly. I was that person at school, at college. Sorry, continue. My one goal is just not to like end up in a job where I'm like going like a nine to five in like a cubicle doing stuff that's like so useless. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like worth it to me. Good. I love it. But I was the girl at college that went to college because everyone went to college and I changed my major at least 15 times. And that's why I talked to Paige about things that interest her now so they can start to formulate that in their head. Like, oh, if I like this, you know, there's these things that you can focus on or, but are you one, like, what if you get to 12th grade or it would probably, yeah. And by your senior year, you'd have to know what if you were like, I don't even know what I want to do. I think I'm just going to maybe go to a community college or work. Would that be even in your mind or would you really want to college? Um, is it probably not? I'd probably end up going just straight to college or they, there's a community college up right next to my house. It's Mesa College. So, I mean, I could always I there. go there. You did? I did. When I moved oh. from Washington, I went to Washington State for two years and then moved to San Diego and had to get my residency before I went to San Diego State. So I had to go to Mesa for a year. Yeah, I just, I mean, I basically grew up in that parking lot. Just like riding my bike. That's where I learned to ride my bike, learn how to play basketball, soccer, all that kind of stuff was in that oh, park funny. in that area up there. Huh. Yeah. But you would, you really believe in college. You don't think, what if you wanted to be an entrepreneur and you've one of, you found this idea of a business and you're like, you know, I don't even need to go to college for that. Would that, would you do it then? Or would you go to college first? And then what? For me personally, I know I'm going to end up going to college. My parents already like have reinforced that. And I'm kind of excited because I mean, it's like the last bit of school I have to do, but it's not something that I'm like dreading. Like it's going to be fun. I'm going to make the best of it, but I want to, in these two years, I do want to focus on like myself and what I want to do when I'm like older and like for a job to earn money, that kind of thing. Yeah. Tell me, cause I have my students that in my class that we work on that because we work on goals and telling, I tell people you can be, do, or have anything. There's no limits. What would you tell me some tools because, or I'll help you with tools, but you know, to be able to figure out what excites you, what's your passion. If 16 years old, it's like, what would be, if I said something like, what would be your passion and listening to your intuition when you're answering the question, like really tuning in, like what, what, what am I passionate about? What would I wake up in the morning? and couldn't wait to go do. What would that be? Uh, make people laugh and like make people smile. Like, so be a comedian, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> go to the comedy store. Yeah. 101 comedy 101. <laughs> Is that going to be your degree? It's like the highlight of my day. Like maybe other people laugh. Or like me laughing myself, like that's kind of like my highlight. So me and my own talk show or something like that. Oh, that'd there be you fun. Go. Yeah. Okay. You could do communications. I studied communications for a while because I wanted to be like a newscaster. <laughs> Paige wants this to be a one of those sports, you know, down on the football yeah, field. Yeah, she's telling me. Yeah, the okay. people that like do the reporting stuff. Yeah, like how, Tom Brady. How did you like that play? That's what she was. So yeah. we've been talking like, well, that would be communications. You'd have to take that. Anyway. Okay. Chris, I've loved our talk. Now 
that we finished an hour on Uncover Your Magic. What is your magic? I think it's, can I say two things? You can say five things. Okay. Chilling and making people laugh. I think that's my magic right now. I love it. And you you do, and you're so good at chilling. I always tell Presley, she likes to relax. And we joke about that. Anyway, Chris, thank you so much for being Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. I loved it. And I think you're an amazing human, beautiful soul. Your mom and dad have done an amazing job. I couldn't praise them anymore to know what they raised. This amazing Chris Thompson that is going to be out in this world one day making a difference. You're a leader. You have your values in order. You know what you want. Well, you're figuring out what you want. But you know you want to have a passion. You know, it's so important. You know the values and what's important in life. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Thank you for being such a beautiful and amazing friend to Paige. No problem. Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already... Please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget, always look for the magic.